Welcome to the podcast where we talk about all the things hidden in the shadows. This is Megan. And on this episode, yeah, thought it was going to only be Megan, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> if you've listened to the previous episode, which was on near death experiences and encounters, uh, I actually had the immense pleasure of inviting my youngest sister on because Isaac is actually in Denver right now uh, for work. So I decided, so I'm not by myself, that I would bring my little sister on. And so we covered near-death experiences in the last episode, but I thought it would be really cool um, because she has been with me, obviously, from the very beginning, experiencing some of the same things that I've experienced and been able to um, live in the same houses that I always talk about here from my encounters. So yeah, I thought I would uh, bring her on so she can tell a little bit about her story and then a little bit about like just random things in the paranormal that she likes to talk about. She's not super huge in the paranormal, but she does like it and she's more into the spiritual side. So yeah. Hey, how's it doing, Gwen? Good. I don't know why I said how's it doing. <laughs> this is gonna probably. This is a very this epi- this part of the episode or this episode in particular is going to be very very chill, very laid back. Um, We're actually doing this before near death experiences, like recording wise, so it might be a little wonky. <laughs> Plus, you know, she's got similar DNA as mine, so I'm wonky. She's gonna be wonky. Anyways, okay, this is okay. Um. So Gwen, how's it how's it feel to be on the podcast? Uh I feel like a celebrity on you the do? red carpet being interviewed. Really? Yes. Oh. It's a is good it because, atmosphere. Is it because I have this little swivelly arm thingy holding my microphone? Yeah, you have a special little microphone. Mine's not cool like that. I know. You know why? Because Isaac's not here. When I when it's me and him, he gets the swivel arm thing. And yeah. So because it makes you feel special. I guess it makes him feel special. <laughs> he claims it's because he doesn't have to move the mic. But I'm like, bro, you're moving the mic a lot with this thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, do you like the paranormal? Yes. Do you indulge in the paranormal? Uh, yeah. 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 I, I think so. you watch, like, documentaries. And, well, she's a yeah. true crime junkie, too. Yeah. But... I especially like uh like things that are very more mysterious. Yeah, like, like missing for Yeah. Yeah, like that is crazy. Like people getting like swept up by like cryptids and stuff. Yeah, yeah. she's she's very much into I would say the mysterious side, not so yeah. much the darker side, because yeah. I feel like... No, that freaks me out. I'll when, myself. <laughs> <laughs> when you start talking about possessions... <laughs> yeah, no, that's where I leave. demonic stuff, she's like, yeah, no, like, I've tried doing Ghost Tube before, because she essentially stayed in the podcast room, and uh, especially at the very beginning of our podcast, she yeah. was actually in the room when we were recording sometimes. She... I would whip out ghost tube because I'm like, I'm feeling like something is like channeling in. And she's like, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, not my room. No, thank you. Have you ever experienced anything crazy in the podcast room while living here? Um, Do you mean like during the podcast or like just involved with the... Just involved with the room. Like, have you ever... Uh, yeah. Um, 
So my entire time while I stayed here, like every time I was going to bed or just in this room where you film the podcast, like I would always get this weird feeling like I was seeing we we have a Minnie Mouse doll that would be on top of a like little like hutch cabinet thing. And I always swore like every night it I don't know if I saw it moving or just felt like I saw it looking at me. But you know when you just get that really uneasy feeling? The fight or flight. Yeah, and I would feel that all the time. And some nights I wouldn't feel it so much, but some nights it was like overbearing. And I believe later on, after I moved out, you and Isaac, like you said, without me telling you anything, that you felt something coming from it. So what happened was we were actually because her and my parents had moved out of the house and we were like cleaning the room, like reorganizing it and stuff like that, because immediately before her, my sister lived in this room and um, she's the middle child. And so she moved to Texas and then that's when my parents came and lived over here. And so she got the room. So it was like, bam, bam. And the Minnie Mouse, uh, like stuffed animal doll thing was actually my sister's, my middle sister's, or our middle sister. I always, <laughs> I have the bad, the worst, like, tendency of putting my, when talking to, like, my sisters. So I'll say, like, my mom, and it's, like, our mom. So, anyways. So, we were cleaning, and I was like, I'm I'm getting something, like, I, it's not good, it's not good. And I noticed my grandmother, she was... She would stare. She was staring at the doll. Like she would stare at the mini. And I was like, Grandma, are you getting something? Like, what's going on? And she was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I, um, I don't know. And so she just put it up on the shelf. And then I remember I came back in here one time and I was like, you know what? Let me turn this ghost tube thing on. So I turned it on and like it was coming from the closet. And I've always said that like in this room, the mirror. And then the linen closet that we have in the hall is like connected and there's like some portal stuff like going on, Mm -hmm. especially when we first started the podcast, me and Isaac have worked and was able to like close it. But I always felt like stuff came from either the mirror or that little closet. I used to get freaked out too when like the kids would go hide in that closet. Like don't, don't do that. That's six cents stuff. Like don't do that. Like you're going to (laughs) get locked in there. And so I, I, again was getting pulled towards the Minnie Mouse doll and I was like really Minnie Mouse and so then I got Isaac and I was like Isaac feel this because we specifically went and felt all my grandma's porcelain dolls just to make sure none of those had anything and so he's like no no they're fine and then we went to the Minnie Mouse doll and he was like yeah what the heck and he pulled it and then after that it was fine but I remember texting Gwen like you ever get any weird jives from that Minnie Mouse doll? When you said me that, it was like, like heart stopping. That's crazy because like, what are the chances? Because let me tell you, it's not like there's one or two dolls in this room. Yeah. There is a lot. There's a lot, a lot. And our grandmother loves knickknacks. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here. So for her, out of everything that was in this room to pick out, the one thing that was like creeping me out 
is crazy. And I think with our family in general, because I always talk about this on the podcast is like, you know, all of us kind of like have something ability wise, like my grandmother, my mom, I have it. And then Gwen, I even think has it. She just like is like, (laughs) I don't know about diving into this. Like, I'll stay on the spiritual side, but I don't know. But and then I even think Phyllis, my sister, has it. The middle one, not the middle one, but (laughs) the middle child, (laughs) essentially. Childhood, the middle one. Yeah. I think she has stuff. Even my brothers, I could say, like, Mm -hmm. they, they, if anything, bare minimum, dead on with the intuition. So I'm going to lead into that by saying, Gwen, what has been the creepiest house that we've lived in, in your opinion? Uh, I Okay, this is an unpopular opinion amongst our family members, but I honestly would argue the creepiest or I would say the house that I saw the most activity, maybe perhaps because I was younger, would definitely be the one in San Antonio. So that one is not the Spring Branch house. Is no. It? No. It's not the Spring Branch house, but it's the one we lived in right before the Spring yes. Branch. So that was the house I've mentioned, just so people can reference what house we're talking about. That was the one, if you're in the San Antonio area, it was in the Stone Oak area, um, which is, I think, what is that, like North San Antonio? Yeah. Yeah. Gwen, you had to be like, what, five, maybe? Yeah, we moved there when I was... Four and a half, five, and we we stayed there for a couple years. Right? Yeah, it was a while. Um, that was the house where I think I've told the story where I was like on the computer and I saw the Victorian girl, uh, the colonial girl go down the hallway. That was also the one where I was sleeping, which we call it sleeping on the couch, and I felt uh the little I heard the little kids laugh and I thought it was you and it wasn't you and it was mm-hmm. I heard them run away but I felt actually felt being touched. That was also the house where I don't know if your friend Becky, remember um Sam Juana's daughter yes. was in Phyllis's room yes. and she was like, Oh, oh waha face, waha face and we were like, Well, what's a waha face? Mm-hmm. And then her sister was like Oh, that's normally like like a skeleton or like a dead person. Like that's what she calls it. And she was pointing underneath Phyllis's bed. Yeah. I think too, like we would get like violently sick too. Like when we would get sick, we would get mm-hmm. really sick. Like I remember the projectile vomiting and stuff like that. It wasn't anyway. I think the sickness and like the actual influence of the stuff wasn't as bad as that spring branch. But seeing stuff was... Yeah, no, like, like I said, it could possibly be because I was younger, because they do say, like, when you're younger, you know, you have a much deeper connection with, like, the spiritual realm. But I would say for Spring Branch, it was much more clear audience, like, auditory things. Mm -hmm. But with the house in San Antonio, it was definitely seeing things, because... So many things, like, from that time, like, literally have not left my memory. Yeah? You want to tell one? Yeah. So one in particular that, or I should say two in particular, that stayed with me my entire life and gave me, like, fears of certain things. So the reason why I'm afraid of mirrors and the reason why I'm afraid of hallways is, well, the first one, the mirror. I remember, uh, yeah, so... um baggage (laughs) trivia about me i was always a scaredy cat and i never slept by myself 
No. Never, even until I was a teenager, never slept by myself. But I, I actually had that problem too. So we met in the middle. We were like, you're scared. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared. Let's just sleep in the same room. Yeah. So you would always sleep with me and we had that huge couch, um, in our living room. And for some reason, I don't know why we decided to sleep there. Maybe because there was a big TV out there, but I just remember you told me like, Hey, wait right here. I'll, I'll get some stuff for like us to chill out and it'll be fun. Just wait a second. Let me get another blanket. And I remember when I was a kid, I just got this really overwhelmingly bad feeling. And I can't even remember why, but my first instinct was to hide under the comforter. And I don't remember much, but I just remember peeking my head out from the comforter and I kid you not. Looking straight in front of me into the mirror, there was a girl just standing there, only in the mirror, nothing in front of the mirror, only in the mirror. And that memory has never left me. And as for the hallway, um, I was coming out of my room and I remember just stopping because at the end of the hallway, there was someone peeking their head around. Yeah, that hallway. And it was a weird shape, too. It was almost like... It was like a hexagon, A hexagon, right? yeah. Yeah, I've I've never seen a house like that. It was like a hexagon Yeah, with the hallway. I'm so lucky that where I live now, I really feel safe because we also have a long hallway, but I never get any bad vibes or anything like that. Maybe because I'm crazy with protection and stuff. Like, yeah. that's one thing. Spirituality kind of, like, runs... In our family, I would say, because everyone, especially amongst the women in our family, we are all very like salt the house, like <laughs> yeah, protect, yeah, yeah. Like I in my room, I'm really big on dragon's blood, and I put that everywhere, like hematite, obsidian, anything that's just very grounding, you know. Yeah, and I think. Too, no matter the the religion too that we're following, mm-hmm. whoever it is in our family, it's consistently like protection, like yeah. uh, even subconsciously. Like mm-hmm. for instance, my grandmother is is very very Catholic. She is very mm-hmm. into the Catholic faith. Crucifixes over every oh, yeah. door. Yeah. I kid you not. Always with the palm. Um, she uses the palm like you would get on Palm Sunday to like specifically put on specific areas. My mom isn't very religious, like in a religion. She believes in something, but it's not like stone cold, Mm -hmm. like Catholic religion and the church and stuff like that. I would say she's more spiritual versus like like in a a, religion. It's like a vague kind of Christianity, I think. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like an earthy Christianity kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I believe the same thing. I believe that spirituality is much more a heart and mind kind of thing Uh and it doesn't really matter what you have around you i mean obviously certain things you know help and have a a deep meaning but when it comes to negative energy and like you know if you're scared of something in your house as long as you yourself you know that you have the power to be protected and you have the stuff around you to handle that don't worry don't let this episode creep you out and think that (laughs) something's gonna like channel through hopefully it doesn't yeah no gwen has always been more um of like the spiritual person like she always kind of grew up with that like she Mm -hmm. even when she was younger would always which which i don't know how 
Yeah, <laughs> she would always. She was. She would always because, like, even before I got into crystals and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I would always turn to Gwen and ask her questions. And uh, even when we were like young, she always had like random crystals in her yeah. room and it's stuff like been that. A thing of mine, yeah, yeah. It's I've always, always been, been a rock collector because not only do I like the spiritual side, but I just like I like pretty rock and and the the, the kind of like the the neighborhood talk of. Sumantra Cliff is where we lived, mm-hmm. to be specific, in Stone Oak. They believe that the whole neighborhood was built on top of a native burial ground, which yeah. we've talked about, like San Antonio. We've talked about Spring Branch, even yeah. Blanco, and where Isaac's from. And we all know, like, just from the history of, like, talking about it on the podcast and stuff like that, just the intense history that comes yeah. along with the native tribes and stuff mm-hmm. like that and what was actually there and how it was um pushed out but so i have to ask you about the spring branch house because yes. i always i always talk about the spring branch house on here because it mm-hmm. was like the most intense place yeah. that i've lived and i feel like everybody oh, had something, something <laughs> there yeah um well and- i think too because it wasn't only it wasn't just one kind of paranormal, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It was like so many different kinds of things just happening all at once. I mean, not only did you have like crazy paranormal people, but just weird people. Yeah, it was just oh, that that area, that house was just. <laughs> and I remember like uh, me and dad would always love to go like exploring. And that place had so many i don't want to say relics that sounds stupid but like stuff from like a colonial era that was just left there yeah because didn't you guys find like a bunch of like artifacts yeah foundations of a house and i'm not talking house like we found siding like this was house like they put down like stone from a long time ago dang like little shacks and there was like a wooden axe dang dang yeah i remember my dad bringing something and i remember telling him like hey why'd you bring that in the house like leave that leave that (laughs) but she was actually with me funny enough i think i've talked about this about the animals dying that was that was a weird thing that happened and specifically with my pet because i remember i was so torn apart about it right before we moved i was gonna bring my cat because My cat was the only one that up until that point had survived. And I remember I was so upset because she ended up contracting Parvo, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, she died and it was fine. And I remember they were going to bury it. To bury her. Yeah. And the next day her body was out, but her head was severed and just laying right by her back porch. That is so insane. And one could argue, like, yes, of course, an animal could do that. But it's not so much the body being dug up that's weird. It's the fact that where it was placed. Yeah. Because an animal would drag it near its home, not towards a human's house. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, too, we also had the issue, too, I think, uh, where, remember, we had all the puppies and they were just dropping dead. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we and I had a friend at the time that was uh, training in like to be a veterinarian assistant. I remember she came by and she was like, I don't know what this is. Yeah. I I have never I have never 
seen anything like that before in my life. And um, the woods was a very, I think the woods, you oh, and dad would yeah. go all the time. But exploring. that was just a creepy place in general. I didn't like, I never liked, um, and I've talked about it on here, that one house, but that valley, do you remember like when you go past the house, I didn't, I never liked that little like house, the vacation house that was there. Mm-hmm. But when you go past, it had that open valley. It looked like something out of Twilight. Oh, yeah. Remember? No, I remember. Uh, I actually don't think you were there. It could have been after you moved or maybe you just weren't present because uh, you were working. Yeah. But uh, I remember one time when me and dad went exploring back there, uh, there was a bunch of cows trapped in the mud. Oh, wow. And honestly, I think they died. Oh, dang. They, in that valley, uh, the water would run in there. But at the times when there wasn't a lot of water and it would soak into the ground, it would become almost like quicksand because the mud was so deep. And I remember me and dad went out there one time because we heard like, it was a horrible sound. I mean, I don't want to say screaming, but yeah, pretty much. And there was calves stuck in the mud. Oh, man. I didn't even know that. Yeah. And, you know, rumors, I'm just going to say alleged rumors, there was also things said about the people who owned things back there. And it was just general talk of the town that they were a little shady and strange. Oh, dang. So, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot. I I still will never forget. I think I may have touched on this on the Spring Branch episode, but honestly, there's so much yeah. that I literally, <laughs> if I don't, I I probably didn't have a list of everything, but I specifically remember too about my mom. I think I mentioned this, but didn't go into detail. But I remember my mom getting sick a lot when she was there. Oh, like yeah. she had the constant fever. Mm-hmm. I say my mom, but it's our mom. Yeah. <laughs> We are related. Yeah. So I remember she got really sick and I remember she had where her teeth were starting to like chip and fall out and they couldn't, they did not know what was going on. Yeah. Uh, my mom even, now you have me saying my mom, <laughs> our mom even confessed to me like not many times in her life has she thought that at all, but I mean, she thought she was going to die. Yeah, she got sick. She 100% thought that. Yeah, because they had she had a permanent fever. Mm -hmm. And they could not tell me what tell not tell me but tell her what the heck was going on. I mean, not only that, too, but that house is also where she got in her accident. Accident, which one? When she hydroplaned. Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. And me yeah. and you were stuck at the house for forever, and we couldn't get a hold of her. Yeah. And that was also, I remember, I don't know if you remember this, but uh there was a guy, and I think I talked about on the Spring Branch episode, but there was a guy named Jacob that lived in the, like, sheds. They converted it, yes. one of the sheds mm-hmm. into, like, a tiny home, and he lived there. He knew the landlord that operated, like, our uh trailer that we lived in. Uh, there was a lady, and I don't know, she was an older lady, but I don't know if she, yeah. yeah. Her. <laughs> I, I don't know. Her I don't, yeah, I don't know if she and him were like romantically involved or what, but that woman was, it was wicked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was very, uh, if I had to, if I, I don't know how to explain it, but I'm pretty sure I would probably put money down that she practiced dark magic. 
Like she was, she was tied into that. And I would also put money alleged. I'm saying alleged for lawsuit purposes. Yeah. That she might perhaps maybe be an ex con of some kind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She was just, uh, she was linked to like, I think some of the biker gangs, right? Oh, yeah. No, she wasn't involved with, I know, sons of anarchy type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah, yeah, but she she was also allegedly. Yeah, because I remember <laughs> allegedly, I remember um, there was an issue between me, her, and Isaac one time. Oh, and yeah. I remember mom. She had yeah. an issue. Yeah, yeah. I remember she uh, on purposely basically tried to get Isaac in trouble with Jacob because Jacob was fine with all of us. He was he was he was a nice guy, and he was fine with all of us. And she. I don't know, just basically tried to do something that would uh, basically turn Jacob against all of us. And I remember I ran down the hill. I was full speed running and I was not, I told my mom, I was like, I am going, and I never do this where like I would get so pissed off at a person that I would be like, I'm going to kick your ass. Like yeah, I would never. You're, you're a non-confrontational person. Yeah, very. Most of the time. It has most to get to a pretty yeah. overbearing point. Yeah. And I remember running down. I'm surprised <laughs> I did not fall and like totally eat the ground. But I yeah, remember. Because we lived on like a, if people can imagine it, it was like a, I don't want to say it was like a hill, like a big mound. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, yeah, essentially a big With mound that we lived at on. the top. It yeah. was odd. It was yeah. just an odd. And I remember running down there and I remember knocking on the door and I was like, you will never, uh, uh, you know, like that's, that's bullshit. Da, 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 da. And, and. Oh, no, 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 no. No, but do you remember the thing with the deer? No, I don't remember that. You what? don't remember? No, oh, what? Oh my gosh. But this is real not- quick, real quick before we go on to that story, cause I will forget. But basically a long time, or she basically came out and said I was going to regret doing what I was saying, what I was saying, that it was going to come back. And I'm pretty sure, like, if I had to put money, that woman hexed me for a while. Oh, yeah. No, probably. Or evil eye something. Yeah, something because- to that realm. No, there was just, listen. It just sounds like crazy people, but there was just like a very negative, I don't want to say curse, but something of that. (laughs) (laughs) Because I swear the the people over there were just uh, kooky. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I, we met some people that were really, really cool there too. Oh, yeah. But it was like the people that were bad were really, really bad. And it was like we kept running into people spiritually mm-hmm. that like were not good. No, no, but with the deer and, and see this. If, okay, I was a child at the time, but if I were to know what I know now, I would straight up be like, that is like, a curse because uh what happened was her and jacob alleged this is all alleged alleged <laughs> her and jacob went hunting and they brought the deer carcasses to our house and they asked us if we wanted it which you know very nice i understand that's like country people's way of showing the love like mm-hmm. type, yeah. you know yeah and so you see it as like a favor of goodwill Mom, our mother, hates anything that you hunt because she does not like the taste. So, of course, she said no. 
Well, uh, a couple days later, our dogs got violently sick. Bad. And they were throwing up. I mean, I think it got to the point of even like blood. They were throwing up blood. It was just really bad. And uh, dad went to go investigate because he was like, well, maybe we have like a poisonous plant growing or they just ate something they weren't supposed to. He goes outside and finds that someone at some point went to our house and was feeding them dead deer carcass. He found deer legs everywhere. What? She went to the house and fed our dog something that we said we specifically did not want. And anybody, Allegedly. And anybody that knows... <laughs> One of the things, and this has to go with, you know, like energy and, and all that yeah. stuff. Everybody has like, if you believe that everyone, you know, can give yeah. off negative energy and all that stuff. And one of the things that I have been told by so many shamans that I've been told by so many psychics, even people that just dabble in witchcraft that mm. are. Oh, yeah. Um, it's very big on in, either way. Yeah. Hindu do, culture. Do not eat something that somebody. Mm -hmm. is that basically there's evil intent. Yeah. Because I have witnessed it where somebody, like, for instance, the person's either jealousy or, or evil yeah. eye or something, and I've seen the person eat their food yeah. and had That's either food poisoning, way. throwing up yeah. weird stuff. Because when you think about it, digestively, it's going to go to the root chakra and the yeah. sacral. Isn't the sacral? Yeah, and I root mean, you have solar plexus, sacral chakra, you have... So many of your very important chakras in that area that basically uh, fend off or kind of, I guess you could say in a way, filter your negative energy. So when you have something like that, it's like very intentionally compromised. And another thing, too, is when it comes to food, in almost all cultures, it's seen as a very sacred, loving thing to yeah. give others food. So it's very easy to disguise something like that yeah and that's the one thing you want to think of, like you don't want to think about especially if it looks good is oh this person's yeah that's the last thing like on your mind and yeah. i think a lot of people too sometimes you get that feeling like oh maybe i shouldn't eat this mm -hmm. go with it because oh, yeah. you never you never know and i've seen hundreds of times it's happened to our grandmother i've seen it happen to friends of mine where they were like ah oh, like what is this like food i'm not gonna eat and i was like did you don't. eat food from so and so like also you know you don't even have to be spiritual just a rule of thumb don't eat food from strangers yeah because you someone, never know you know it might look like a sweet lady there was a woman in the 1800s that poisoned and killed all of her neighbors with chocolate. Okay. Dang, I didn't know that. Yeah. Actually, I got that wrong. She killed her ex-husband with chocolate. Well, you think you think about that in she general. She accidentally killed the other people, but it was meant for her ex-husband. Well, <laughs> all those uh all those stories, those crime stories about how like they put human meat oh, in yeah. pies yeah. or pizza. Or oh, yeah. There's so many true crime stories where, I mean, that's the easiest way to get rid of a body. I shouldn't say yeah. easiest because, you know, dismemberment is. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's a very good way to hide a body. And also, it's a very good way to execute poisoning. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, especially if you make it seem like expensive chocolate, people obviously like, ooh, yeah, are going to go for it. So, I mean, so much like negative, evil things can be transported. That That's way. so crazy. Any any other paranormal experiences you want to talk about while you have the mic? Oh, my gosh. I have to, like, sort through because there's so many things. Okay, well, while we're on the subject of the Spring Branch house, I'll, I'll keep going there. Uh, I remember I was little, and I was one of those kids that loved building forts. That was, like, my Yeah, she haven. was. Yeah, she I definitely was. Forts. I loved getting pillows and everything. And I remember one time, uh, I believe the only ones that were home was the women in the house. It was uh, my mom and you and our other sister. And I was in my fort just messing around and no one was near me because I believe you guys were all shut in your room. And I decided, hey, I'm going to play in the living room. I remember when I was sitting down, I just got this weird like feeling and I froze. You know, they say fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah, yeah, I was just frozen. And I saw a man's boots and I heard walking. And our, there was no men home. And it was like I could hear a man humming. And she can even attest too. She was around because she would sleep in the room that I would always talk about, about the Spring Branch house with me. And I don't know if you remember, but do you remember the fact that I would have to put a box of books in front of the closet because it would open. Yeah. But don't you remember, we would always hear boots down the hallway. Yeah. Because basically my parents, because I was, uh, I don't know, they had an agreement with me that basically I would have like the, the other side, because I was working at the time. So uh, I basically paid for all my stuff and I had like half of the house that was kind of like it was like a bathroom um two bedrooms down there plus Gwen's bedroom and basically they said like that can be my little like area because it was totally separate from the rest of the house like mm-hmm. it was a good chunk of hallway oh yeah and plus our little uh movie theater room oh yeah which yeah, was yeah. very dark yeah no windows no windows completely shut in yeah it, it, that house was just super creepy did you ever experience experience anything on william street the one that um i was you were i was too young i only have a very few memories from that place and honestly it's just playing outside yeah and when i got a wasp on my jacket yeah (laughs) (laughs) but so gwen does the dive into some pretty interesting paranormal stuff she she'll she's the one that told me about missing 411 because i yes uh wasn't like, I didn't know about it. I kind of knew about it, but I wasn't. So for those out there, can you tell them a little bit before we dive into this, what Missing 411 is? Yeah. So um, I found it from, uh, it is actually a book. Uh, many people don't know that. They think it's just a vague subject. It is actually a book. I cannot remember the name of the author. I'm so sorry. But it's a huge book. And he basically compiled all of these very strange cases and, that were completely unexplained into one really big book called Missing 411. And uh, essentially, it's this very strange phenomenon where these people just go missing without a trace. 
and um, a, a very, very good number of them is children. But the strange thing about um, a lot of these cases, too, is the children will go missing for a prolonged period of time, and some of them are actually brought back completely unharmed. Because I remember reading, I've read one story where, like, the the people that were searching for this kid, like, they couldn't explain why, like, their pajamas were perfectly intact, yeah. how they even got to where they went to, and all of that stuff. And sometimes they're found in caves, sometimes. And the oh, kids yeah. are normally like, hey, what's going on? They, like They found a little girl um, on a little tiny island in the middle of a swamp. What? How would she get there? She can't swim. That's so crazy. And, and the craziest thing is almost all of these children explain being kidnapped by the same creature. They just explain it as being very big and very black, almost like a black bear, but bigger. Hmm. And some even say that it flew. Dang. And there is some correlation with... uh national parks with that right yes there is actually very interesting if you want to look it up there is like underlying caves that like uh i guess you would say what what would you say not coincide but if you put a map of these caves over the spots where people predominantly go missing it lines up ew and so people think that creatures or something of some sort is kidnapping people through these caves would you stay at a national would you go in a national oh, i would park? never go to a national park to begin with <laughs> like you hear people not even for cryptids or whatever but people get eaten by crocodiles and like imagine being lost out there like is that not the scariest thing in the world oh yeah being lost and like you're going to have to go, like, back to, like, the Stone Age. You have to craft spears and hunt for yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Gwen would not be the person. No. She would be like, I'm just going to sit here and cry and, like, I would send. end it. I would end it. I'm not strong enough for that. Yeah. Like, people say, like, oh, well, I would drink my own pee. And, uh-uh, I'm not doing that to myself. <laughs> I know my limits. I'm not going to make myself go through, like, two weeks yeah so are you so you don't like woods in general it it's so strange because the woods is like my safe place because i've always felt a very strong connection with like trees and like yeah she's like we've, that. she's always been that way we I always joke always so like uh, what do you call it like nature yeah like, like um you're even into like the whole like fairy stuff yeah like, like nymph fae like Anything like that. I love stuff like that. I think it's so cute. Like little mushroom people, like, you know. Yeah. But no, but at the same time, like some woods are just maybe because it's kind of a place where it's almost like the dark and you can't see because of all the foliage. Like, have you ever seen the movie The Ritual? No, I have not. Oh, my gosh. It's it's essentially I'm not going to spoil it, but. It starts off with these group of men being followed around by a cryptid creature. Oh, dang. And, yeah, it is very, very freaky. Would you be more curious? Would you be more freaked out by seeing, like, a cryptid-type creature or encountering something demonic? 
Oh, definitely demonic. 100%. Because a cryptid creature, if you think about it, not to offend all my cryptid enthusiasts, so I'm so sorry if I'm about to say something controversial, but if you think about it, a cryptid's just like an animal. I mean, I'm sure at one point someone looked at a horse and was like, oh, by the gods, what is that? You yeah. know? And got freaked <laughs> out. Like, imagine seeing a shark for the first time. Yeah, that's like, you true. Are gonna, you're going to shat yourself. Yeah. You're, you are going to be so Why has it got so many teeth? Think of a squid. What the hell is a squid? Yeah, that's true. Like, so, I mean, we sit here and we're like, oh, Sasquatch, that doesn't exist. But you think about it, that is not a crazy idea at all. No. To Mm-mm. think, oh, like an ape. Yeah. Like, how is that a crazy idea? Like, yeah. Like, you know, people sat there and said, like, oh, giant squid doesn't exist for forever. Look, didn't they, was, didn't a Japanese researcher just film one like a couple weeks ago i think so yeah so it was like 200 feet or something you know so i find the cryptid paranormal much more interesting and even aliens yeah i'm an alien oh yeah that would yeah. make sense yeah she's all into like the abduct- abduction yeah, stories it's and like, stuff like that it's so interesting see like d- see here's the here here's why i think because when it comes to like ghosts and like demons and spirituality and stuff, I am very familiar with it. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason I like the cryptid paranormal a lot is because there's such a sense of mystery. Yeah. You know? So it's just very interesting. Yeah. And so many of our experiences are with the paranormal that's more on the dark side. So. I wish we had more experiences with, like, the cryptid side. Because I feel like we have, like, no cryptid stories. Yeah, I don't think no I have. No alien stories. Like, yeah. No. I don't think I have experienced. Exactly. That's why it's so interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, we could go back and forth all day about, like, weird things that we experienced that were creepy, like, ghost-wise and stuff. So, but we don't have any cool, like... I saw Bigfoot in my backyard. Yeah. Type, you know. Or strange lights, and then all of a sudden I have all these memories. and Yeah, right? Like yeah. someone probing your butt. Oh, my God. That's... <laughs> <laughs> no, like, that's what that is. Oh, yeah. I guess, yeah, there has been abduction stories with Where, like, that. People say they got pregnant by an alien. That is... Could you imagine that? Giving birth to, like, E.T. or something? That is... Like, that would be crazy that would so uh we are approaching uh our time limit so we're actually recording this one first then near death experiences because we i wanted gwen to get familiar with the audience and familiar yeah familiar with you know being comfortable talking about stuff so if you haven't listened to the near death experience episode which is right before this one uh definitely go check that out and so do you have any final words? What's a, what's a paranormal subject you would like to see us cover on the podcast that we haven't already? Oh, that's hard because you guys have covered so many things. Oh, there's so many things. Uh, I got her on the spot. I got that question. Uh, you know what is interesting, but also not interesting at all. So I'm so sorry, viewers. Don't attack me if this is like the most boring subject in the world. Yeah, you mean listeners? Because this is uh, audio, okay. not you know, video. You know what? It was a general. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> but 
Have you ever thought of like comparing how different cultures and societies thought the world was going to end? Oh, that's a good one. Putting your opinion on it. That's interesting. Like, there's a lot of similarities between. I mean, the Mayan yeah. calendar was wrong. We all thought we were going to die in 2012. We yeah. thought a giant tidal wave was. <laughs> yeah, <gonna> that's <laughs> true. Very true. But something like that would be cool. Yeah. Because it's kind of an obscure topic. And you guys already did Haunted Objects, right? That was one of your first. Yeah, I think we're going to um, actually, uh, when I was doing some polls on our uh, Instagram about like things to improve and some feedback on the podcast and stuff like that. Dad, what? it's like dad and (laughs) and things like that one of the things that we talked about was revisiting different past episodes because we've i mean we've been doing this almost three years now and so uh one of the things was uh, people liked our haunt we we got some positive feedback from our haunted object um episode that we did um but we thought about talking about like almost like listener submission stories but not so much listener submission stories but like stories that took place like with people that went and bought things at an antique store and it turned out bad another thing you could do that would be like informational kind of is you could like i guess that's kind of the opposite way but you could kind of do like a paranormal misconceptions oh yeah 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 like for people who maybe are kind of new and they've been getting a lot of like misinformation or oh yeah that's a good one Because I feel like a lot of people are kind of ill-informed when it comes to stuff like this. But yeah, no, that would be some really good topics to talk about. With that being said, that kind of ends this episode. So I thank Gwendolyn. I don't know why I, I, yeah, (laughs) almost butchered my own sister's name. But um, thank you for coming on and sharing your oh, you're welcome expertise. I'm glad I could share my guidance and information <laughs> about how um, unlucky we are to live in so <laughs> many haunted, horrible houses. <laughs> Except the one that you're in now. It's not that bad. Yeah, no, yeah, it's very good. So if you guys, if you guys would like to hear Gwen's input on other episodes, let us know and uh, we'll bring her back on because she comes every weekend. Yeah. So, um, and then two, I was thinking about also bringing my mom on to share her experiences. Oh yeah. She, she's got crazy. And then her younger years. Yeah. And then my grandmother as well. Also, Also, because, well, my grandmother was a little bit butthurt that I asked you before her, <laughs> but um, also that she can come on and tell you her stories because she grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and mm-hmm. some of the stuff that she has, plus both of them have abilities as well. Yeah. And it's... Claire, I feel like clairsentience is yeah. kind of like a big thing in the family. Definitely. Feeling outside yourself, kind of. Definitely. Um, and I think it would be good to get their perspective as well because yeah. they did not embrace their abilities. They and, just kind of rolled with it. And it is a very good thing, I think, to have people on your show with differing religious perspectives, too. Yeah. Yeah, because my grandma is very Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, puts the crucifixes up, and then when there's oh, yeah. an issue, she'll call the, the. I almost said police, but that's not. Every call. time she crosses a bridge, she does the sign of the cross. Yeah, like that she's is this that woman. <laughs> yeah, so she is very. Um, when she was having an issue, when she was having issues here one time, funny enough, the thing she saw 
was leaving the podcast room. So um, she can tell that that story. But she's also the one that experienced, I think I've told the story where she was in church and the person was like growling and being weird and went after the priest. Yeah. So um, she has she has a lot of stories and uh, would be interesting to hear her. Plus my mom, who she was raised in a very Catholic home because of my grandma and she kind of rebelled against it. Yeah. So you can kind of hear her influence and her, her stuff with her abilities too. It'll be, and plus two generational because I think, you know, obviously the time my grandmother grew up, our grandmother grew up in Mm -hmm. was different than when our mom, because like our mom's like the eighties and the late seventies and grandma was the thirties. So (laughs) I mean, thirties and on. So she got to experience all of that. So, if you guys want to check us out on social media, our Twitter is at Hidden in the Shaw 6. Our TikTok is at Hidden in the Shadows Podcast 2. Who has Podcast 1? I don't know, but it's kind of weird. Instagram, Hidden in the Shadows. Facebook, Hidden in the Shadows. You can always listen to us and find links to everything on Hidden in the Shadows.com, Hidden in the Shadows Podcast.com. Um, we also have a YouTube channel if you ever want to check that out where you can find, if you're listening to this on like a podcast thing, we also have like an actual YouTube channel where you can listen to, um, our episodes and hopefully sometime down the line we will be doing video podcasts. So you're not too far off when you say viewers because who knows? Yeah. Not too, too far off. Um, they are viewing the audio clip. They yeah. Are <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, we'll catch your weirdos in the next one.